so today we will start from book 1 which is the prophet the prophet by khalil gibran al mustafa the chosen and the beloved who was done unto his own day had waited 12 years in the city of orphalis for his ship that was to return and bear him back to the isle of his birth and in the 12th year on the 7th day of leol the month of reaping he climbed the hill without the city walls and looked seaward and he beheld his ship coming with the mist then the gates of his heart were flung open and his joy flew far over the sea and he closed his eyes and prayed in the silences of his soul but as he descended the hill a sadness came upon him and he thought in his heart how shall i go in peace and without sorrow now not without a wound in the spirit shall i leave this city long were the days of pain i have spent within its walls and long were the nights of aloneness and who can depart from his pain and his lone aloneness without regret too many fragments of the spirit have i scattered in these streets and too many are the children of my longing that walk naked among these hills and i cannot withdraw from them without a pardon and an ache it is not a garment i cast off this day but a skin that i tear with my own hands nor is it a thought i leave behind me but a heart made sweet with hunger and with thirst yet i cannot tarry longer the sea that calls all things unto her calls me and i must embark for to say through the hours born in the night is to freeze and crystallize and be bound in a mold fain would i take with me all that is here but how shall i a voice cannot carry the tongue and the lips that gave it wings alone must it seek the ether and alone and without his nest shall the eagle fly across the sun now when he reached the foot of the hill he turned again towards the sea but he saw his ship approaching the harbor and upon her prow the mariners and men of his own land and his soul cried out to them and he said sons of my ancient mother you riders of the tides how often you have sailed in my dreams and now you come in my awakening which is my deeper dream ready am i to go and my eagerness with sails full set awaits the wind only another breath will i breathe in this still air only another loving look cast backward and then i shall stand among you a seafarer among seafarers and you vast sea sleeping mother who alone are peace and freedom to the river and the stream only another winding will this stream make only another murmur in this glade and then i shall come to you a boundless drop to a boundless ocean and as he walked he saw from afar men and women living their fields and their vineyards <laughs>
and hastening towards the city gates and he heard their voices calling his name and shouting from field to field telling one another of the coming of his ship and he said to himself shall the day of parting be the day of gathering and shall it be said that my eve was in truth my dawn and what shall i give unto him who has left his plow in mid furrow or to him who has stopped the wheel of his wine press shall my heart become a tree heavy laden with fruit that i may gather and give unto them and shall my desires flow like a fountain that i may fill their cups am i a harp that the hand of the mighty may touch me or a flute that his breath may pass through me a seeker of silences am i and what treasures have i found in silences that i may dispense with confidence if this is my day of harvest in what fields have i sowed the seed and in what unremembered seasons If this indeed be the hour in which I lift up my lantern it is not my flame that I shall burn therein empty and dark shall I raise my lantern and the guardian of the night shall fill it with oil and he shall light it also these things he said in words but much in his heart remained unsaid for he himself could not speak his deeper secret and when he entered into the city all the people came to meet him and they were crying out to him as with one voice and the elders of the city stood forth and said go not yet away from us and noon tide have you been in our twilight and your youth has given us dreams to dream no stranger are you among us nor a guest but our son and our dearly beloved suffer not yet our eyes to hunger for your face and the priests and the priestesses said unto him let not the waves of the sea separate us now and the years you have spent in our midst become a memory you have walked among us a spirit and your shadow has been a light upon our faces much have we loved you but speechless was our love and with wails has it been wailed yet now it cries aloud unto you and would stand revealed before you and ever has it been that love knows not its own depth until the hour of separation and others came also and entreated him but he answered them not he only bent his head and those who stood near saw his tears falling upon his breast and he and the people proceeded towards the great square before the temple and there came out of the sanctuary a woman whose name was almitra and she was a seeress and he looked upon her with exceeding tenderness for it was she who had first sought and believed in him when he had been but a day in their city and she hailed him saying prophet of god in quest of the uttermost long have you searched the distances for your ship and now you your ship has come and you must needs go deep in your longing for the land of your memories and the dwelling place of your greater desires and our love would not bind you nor our needs hold you yet this we ask ere you leave us 
that you speak to us and give us of your truth and we will give it unto our children and they unto their children and it shall not perish in your aloneness you have watched with our days and in your wakefulness you have listened to the weeping and the laughter of our sleep now therefore disclose us to ourselves and tell us all that have been shown you of that which is between birth and death and he answered people of orphelis of what can i speak save of that which even now moving within your souls then said almitra speak to us of love and he raised his head and looked upon the people and there fell a stillness upon them and with a great voice he said when love beacons to you follow him through his way are hard and steep and when his wings enfold you yield to him though his sword hidden among his pinions may wound you and when he speaks to you believe in him though his voice may shatter your dreams as the north winds lays waste the garden for even as love crowns you so shall he crucify you even as he is for your growth so he is he for your pruning even as he ascends to your height and caresses your tenderest branches that quiver in the sun so shall he descend to your robots and shake them in their clinging to the earth like seeds of corn that he gathers you unto himself he thrusts you to make you naked he sifts you to free you from your husks he grinds you to whiteness he kneads you until you are pliant and then he assigns you to his sacred fire that you may become sacred bread for god's sacred feast all these things shall love do unto you that you may know the secrets of your heart and in that knowledge become a fragment of life's heart but if in your fear you would seek only love's peace and love's pleasure then it is better for you that you cover your nakedness and pass out love's threshing floor into the seasonless world where you shall laugh but not all of your laughter and weep but not all of your tears love gives not but itself it takes not but from itself love possesses not nor would it be possessed for love is sufficient unto love when you love you should say you shouldn't say god is in my heart but rather i am in the heart of god and think not you can direct the course of love for love if it finds you worthy directs your course love has no other desire but to fulfill itself but if you love and must needs have desires let these be your desires to melt and be like a running brook that sings its melody to the night to know the pain of too much tenderness to be wounded by your own understanding of love and to bleed willingly and joyfully to wake at dawn with a winged heart and give thanks for another day of loving to rest at the noon hour and meditate love's ecstasy to return home at eventide with gratitude and then to sleep with a prayer for the beloved in your heart and a song of praise upon your lips 
Then Almitra spoke again and said, "And what of Medas, master?" And he answered, saying, "You were born together, and together you shall be for even more. You shall be together when the white wings of death scatter your days. Eh? You shall be together even in the silent memory of God." But let there be spaces in your togetherness, and let the winds of the heavens dance between you. Love one another, but make not bond of love. Let it rather be a moving sea between the souls of your souls. Fill each other's cup, but drink not from one cup. Give one another your bread. Eat not from the same loaf. Sing and dance together, and be joyous. but let each other each one of you be alone even as the string of a lute are alone through they quiver with the same music give your hearts but not into each other's keeping for only the hand of life can contain your hearts and stand together yet not too near together for the pillars of the temple stand apart and the oak tree and the cypress grow not in each other's shadow And a woman who held a babe against her bosom said speak to us of children and he said your children are not your children they are the sons and daughters of life long for itself they come through you but not from you and though they are with you yet they belong not to you you may give them your love but not your thoughts they for they have their own thoughts you may house their bodies but not their souls for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow which you cannot visit not even in your dreams you may strive to be like them but seek not to make them like you for life goes back goes not backward not tarries with yesterday you are the bows from which your children's are living arrows are sent forth The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness for even as he loves the arrow that flies so he loves also the bow that is stable